Hello and welcome back to the Handstand cast without the glorious Emmett Lewis yet again. Uh, only me sitting here in my new apartment uh, for once, which is pretty amazing. Um, uh, the topic of this episode is literally the usual starting rant that we often have about what's going on and what we've been doing and etc. And that's what I thought to talk a little bit about, because I've been doing a metric fuckton of stuff uh, about the last month or so. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty intense, and I think some of it might be quite, yeah, perhaps interesting for some of you listeners out there. Um, and the main topic is uh, perhaps the hardest and it's hard to be say if it's the hardest, but it's definitely one of the harder show runs I've ever done with any show ever um, that I just completed in the end of August. Um, and it was quite an experience going into it, uh, doing it, and actually being able to survive it. So long story short is it went well. Um, no injuries, no... or. I can't say no bullshit because we had a lot of bullshit, but um, yeah, uh, physically and mentally survived it. And um, yeah, there was a couple or it was quite an interesting ride. So yeah, just to start at the beginning with it, I in this show I've been playing for uh, a few months now, Knitting Piece by Circus Circar. Uh, which is a show that premiered in 2012, uh, all the way back. I was not in it then, and I was not in the creation of the show, but I started the show after about, it had toured for maybe half a year. So the previous performer, Jens Engman, he decided he was no longer going to do circus, so he quit, and they needed someone new. He knew of me, and yeah, bloody, 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 blah, rehearsal and boom, I was doing the show. Um, and I toured the show from, two, yeah, was it 2013 to 2016, playing about like 270 shows or so with it. Um, and that was pretty cool. It was my first kind of longer uh, show run with any show after I was finished with circus school, so it was kind of a big deal to be able to... Uh, I mean, because I had had I had played in one show before that, but this was the first one where I really got to play a lot of shows. I got to experience a lot of kind of the various things that will happen to you when you uh, perform and basically just getting like a solid chunk of experience. Uh, and that's quite a while ago. And this show was then uh, basically resurrected and pulled out of the grave and reanimated Um around December last year and we played the show a little bit here and there uh, mainly in Sweden uh, through the beginning parts of the year then we played a little bit in summer um, in June in Sweden and then we now in August went to Prague to play it and first of all um, this type of show is like it's not just a show where you play an act so it's a one and a half hour show with an intermission, meaning that like it's about the first act's about fifty something minutes. There is a twenty minute break, and then the show continues for a second act that is I don't know thirty something minutes. And uh, we are five performers and one live musician, so it means that to fill this time, everyone does a hell of a lot. 
um, and playing in the in those types of shows are always very very physically demanding. Uh, it's very uh, generally generally um, yeah tough both physically and it, it requires a lot of you as an artist because you it's not it's not enough to just okay I'm gonna just gonna do some handstands and that's it like it's through the education of a contemporary circus artist there is very often uh, a lot of of other things such as you get a general kind of stage uh, presence or understanding how to kind of work various concepts and contexts on stage uh, you you develop it within dance you develop it within like theatrical ability and so on so that you're basically uh, ready to to uh, play out various contexts and uh, not just do one act and these types of shows really kind of um, en encompass all that where you like in this show, for example, I mean, everyone has their kind of distinct character that is based around like certain elements that the show is based on. And the show is based on basically all kinds of threads and uh, ropes and knitting and tangled messes of ropes and kind of symbolic natures uh, or symbolic kind of dimensions attached to that um, around the, the theme knitting piece, which is called. And... This means that like you need to kind of dig quite deep in yourself you need to find a lot of ways to play out these characters um and of course there's a lot of physicality that's attached directly to that which is basically uh not only your act or like things you might be familiar with before so it's you you do a ton of stuff so I don't know how many minutes I'm on stage during the show, but like it's a substantial amount. There is a lot of, uh, of course, there's hand balancing involved. But there's a lot of kind of theatrical parts. There's a lot of group scenes with a lot of running and kind of like acrobatics with this like huge like rolling ball, like a walking globe as it's called. Uh, I don't do anything complicated on it, but there's a lot of running, choreography, memory, making sure others are safe uh, when they do hard tricks or something like that. Um, like I have a piece which is like a kind of an acrobatic dance scene of, of kind of more of a dramatic nature I'd say in its build up uh, so that there's a lot of different stuff and um, due to this um, it yeah it, it, it demands a lot and it demands a lot physically too because it's this show is very heavy it's uh, possibly the heaviest show I've ever played since I do a lot and there's a lot of scenes that demand a lot of kind of my physical ability and that, that's the case for everyone involved. Uh, but I'd say that um, I guess there are like in a particular kind of combination of scenes uh, going right after one another. Uh, it's, it's, it's like you really need to kind of um, manage your energy and be very like energy conservative through the show so that you'll basically have enough when you came to when you come to kind of the hard parts. And in many of those parts, you really like there's a particular couple of parts where I need to have access to like at least 80% of my my general maximal force to just be able to get through certain ridiculous elements that I'm doing. One of them is very hard to explain uh, at all uh, where I'm doing something extremely non-ergonomic. Um, essentially, there's a guy who's lying, like there's a, a slack rope, so a long rope that is attached to the wall. Uh, the other end is attached to me on a harness, and there's a guy that lies down on the rope. He's a he's a, like a rope walker named Alexander Weibel. And my mission is then to rig him up, meaning I walk forwards with all my force, pulling him off the ground. 
and I need to climb basically kind of the the truss on the other side of the stage where there's a rigging point high up that I need to attach him to. And this stuff is rough. Like I hurt my back on doing that and uh, what was it, six, seven years ago, where I was pretty bad. It's probably the worst injury I've ever had. And um I was basically out of commission properly. Um uh, for yeah for six months and like I had to rehab and I could kind of feel that injury for, for a, like a really long time like several years I could always kind of feel my lower back kind of tightening up in various situations so I also hurt my shoulder in the show due to yeah doing way too much like training at the, at the same time as the show or just like there is a scene right after I do this very violent kind of rigging up of this guy um, that I need to do a duet hand balancing scene uh, <clears throat> with a girl named Ainu and at the end of the scene I do a kind of an assisted one arm press on one cane or one turning cane on top of this ball structure thing and I need to do that on the kind of the music and I need to turn a certain like amount of time and then like slowly press down uh, and doing that in the middle of the show when you're pretty like tired um, can be tough and playing one show is fine uh, playing three or four shows is also fine. And playing five shows is fine. Fine, five is usually kind of the max that you'll have during a week of this type of show. Um, if you play like one act or a couple of acts in a show, it's like it's not uncommon for a lot of shows in the business to have double shows or even triple shows sometimes. But then the just the general amount you do is a hell of a lot uh, lower than in such a context like this, um, and. That's what brings me to this show period that, were, that I was playing now. Um, and that was in Prague in a festival called Letni Letna, which is a fest circus festival they arrange in a big park, in a very beautiful park in Prague. So we were going to play there, and due to various circumstances, we were going to play the show uh, for three weeks, but we were going to play 17 shows in, thir in three weeks, which means that we did never have two days off in a row. Um, which makes, uh, yeah, you're basically never in, you never reach a kind of a fuller level of recovery and you're kind of always, always on behind when it comes to that. And I knew this and I was kind of like stressed about that throughout the summer. And this version of the show we were going to play was also one without a break, meaning that like it wasn't in two halves, it was just one long run. Uh, and that also makes it like, a decent bit harder, perhaps not for every role in the cast. It's it's as substantial, but um, for several of us, it it was tougher to play it when you don't have kind of twenty minutes in the middle where you can kind of like get the, get the tempo down a bit and like have a sip of water and like a little co some coffee and like a banana and just chill out and like like crack jokes backstage. But here it was just uh, full on all the time, and I knew I'd be pretty damn tired and I knew that this was kind of I knew that this would be one of the harder challenges of my career uh, uh, not because it was impossible or anything like that but uh, and not be I mean it, it's there, there's a lot of different ways shows can be heavy or like working schedules can be heavy it, it's not to try to glorify anything like that but I knew that I had to kind of optimize my 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 recovery essentially speaking because we would the last, we would basically be, yeah, play 17 shows and 
the first seven were kind of dispersed a little bit with like one day off in between two and three shows. But the last week, when we already had some fatigue, we would play five shows, one day off, and then five shows more. Um, and five shows is always pretty damn rough with the show. Uh, the fifth show, you're usually pretty trashed, even the fourth. And yeah, going into kind of week two of that, I was, I was sort of worried about um, just for my general physical health and... Um, like or or not general physical health, specific physical health of my shoulders and the wrists and so on. Because when you're in the middle of playing shows like that, you're you're constantly under like a lot of stress, um, like trying trying to recover. And as most of you who do handstands uh, know, like if a wrist is kind of starting to get some niggles or becoming rather busted. You don't want to stand on it and you don't want to push it. What? But when you're when you're on stage, you are going to push it. You are going to constantly go above that and beyond that limit, and you're you're going to be so full of adrenaline and like like basically your body is in a very kind of pain resilient state when you do all those things. So you'll be able to pull through things that you might not that might not be smart for for the body, and then you feel the consequences afterwards. Um, so knowing this and having hurt myself in the show before and so on, I was really kind of trying to plan as best as I could for for this show run and to yeah optimize recovery and so on. Uh, so basically, of course, all all days off were just literally spent like maximizing the amount of time in bed or just trying to get in as much nap time as possible, trying to eat as healthy as I possibly could, like basically every single day. Um, yeah, on on show days too, just like try to get. A lot of sleep, um, uh, getting naps in as frequent as I could since I could stay in the hotel room like most of the day. Uh, I'd be super focused on yeah, hydrating enough because it was very warm in Prague. You were sweating like pigs in the tent. So, like the, the 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 stage was set up in a in a big tent which had like it was really warm in there some days. So you're just sweating your ass off. I was like during the show I'd like usually have like a mix of water and juice and stuff to drink just to like try to both hydrate but just get some sort of like carbohydrates into the bloodstream during the show. I mean I don't know how much that does but I was just basically trying anything just to um, ensure I'd be as energized and as sharp as possible because you can't just you can't afford to make any mistakes during such um, such a performance period and part, like not only physically of course but also just in terms of rigging and safety and all these things when you're involved with with other people it's like you you just you just can't have any slip-ups um and of course mental fatigue and all of that does lead to stuff like that being more likely so uh it was like three weeks where i was basically just like i entered into the period being in decent shape but being like kind of vigilant and like I had a bit of worry just like because I didn't want to end up at show number seven with shoulder pain and then being like oh shit this is going to get worse or like have a wrist that's busted and in those kind of contexts suddenly you end up yeah so you can't do something and then you need to call in the entire ensemble in and perhaps there's a scene that needs some changing and because the scene needs changing it'll be shorter and because it's shorter the musician needs to cut music and the others don't have as much time for preparing their next thing they're doing backstage or so on so like it can have at least like really cascading effects um so i was really just like uh trying to ensure that there was as, as low of a risk of this as possible and then we arrive in prague and on show one um a girl in the show gets hurt 
uh, it wasn't bad, but she pulled something in her back and she's an aerialist and she would be basically like uh, she was incapable of, of lifting her legs uh, for a few days. I mean, not she could walk, she could stand, she could lift a leg, but like doing a hanging leg lift, which is basically like 80% of all trapeze stuff requires you to lift your legs and be strong there. Suddenly she couldn't. Um, so then we had to do exactly that. Everyone had to come in earlier. We needed to look at like, okay, how can we change the show? And we made some sort of version of the show where she was only singing. She's since her role is also involves uh, vocals. So she was only singing, but not doing the trapeze pieces and stuff, which changed timings. And then we needed to change it in that back and forth. And there were some rigging issues that like I needed to step in and do later on. And like, there was like constant kind of like extra stuff that had to be done. Uh, and this is just kind of the classic reality of, of yeah, so like, um, yeah, they, they often call it just like the road reality uh, in the sense that like a lot of things are going to happen and you basically just need to be ready to deal with them. Uh, you're part of a team and the team's job is to make sure the show can run and doing that um, can sometimes just require that you're, you're able to, um, um, yeah, take on responsibility in the sense and and try to solve the tasks in a safe and solid manner. And uh, yeah, we were able to to get through the shows. She healed up. We continued playing playing through the period. Um, and yeah, it's just interesting in this like that is like one thing of the of the performing arts. I really don't want to glorify because I do think it's it's a problematic thing. But that is the the show must go on um, attitude, which is. Which is kind of like, it's, it's both something very beautiful and great about uh, everyone being passionate and heart and full of heart and strength to go through and like be decided uh, or to be decisive about making it work even when, when the circumstances are difficult. Uh, and But at the same time, like there is like a dark backside to that coin and that means like you're not sick. And like... If if you're if you're in that kind of job, like you you're just not sick because if if you are, I, either either you just like you just bite uh, bite the sour apple and you just go through with it anyway, or if like it needs to be really bad for you to actually not do a show, um, since the since the, since the consequences for like the rest of the ensemble uh, might be large, or the fact that like. There are 560 sold-out seats in in the room. Like like the fact that also these performers that are in that context very often take their their work very very seriously and kind of like uh, are very um, or are feel a lot of responsibility for for doing their art on stage and kind of like all of that. And as I said, I do think there's something great about that passion about that. Um, also, that ability, that resilience that it can build is it. I do definitely, and I have done a lot of things uh, through that myself too, which have been like perhaps not as smart often, but uh, and I do think there's there is some there's some character to be built through that because I mean you survive you you um, and you kind of see what you're capable of but at the same time i mean the fact that like yeah you you can't call in sick if you're feeling pretty roughed up like if you're i mean i've played shows being like so sick in my stomach that i could barely walk two meters and play the entire show to its end and just was absolutely massacred through the show that i was like like 
fell apart crying backstage just due to physical exhaustion like it's it's not fun uh, and uh, i i think that like there is a there there is there is this kind of like within the culture of performing arts like it's kind of creating its own myth my, like myths of uh, of how this is glorious as kind of a symbolic value to doing that and like i don't want to condemn it or glorify it but like it is a thing and i understand why it's there for a lot of reasons but at the same time it's it's one thing that i've been reflecting a lot about since since you do put yourself through a lot of uh pain and a lot of like discomfort um kind of uh, when doing this and again not not to kind of like i i also don't like the kind of the this uh like the symbol of this uh altruistic artist that sacrifices everything for the arts and like blah 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 it, it's kind of bullshit but at the same time there 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 is there is something powerful to that and like of course there goes painkillers backstage like of course there like is like circumstances where you're just like you're too busted to to do a show but you're going to go through it anyway and i'm sure there are people that like um basically how to say um recite the stronger stuff when they if they really 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 need to get something done in uh, las vegas but um yeah like back to kind of the the Prague context here, like I was, I was really just trying to optimize optimize all of the kind of the parameters that I could, and particularly sleep since I often sleep badly, and like trying to nap as much as possible. And I do think that helped me like a substantial degree to kind of like at least at least feel fresher because of the, uh, like how you feel matters a lot when you're in this in this context, um, because you also need to try as well as you can to provide with with good energy for the group and stuff. Even that can be, even though that can be like challenging sometimes when you're absolutely wrecked. But uh, yeah, we we got through pretty well. Um, I basically I cut down on my training to um, like possibly to the absolute lowest I've done ever. So some some days I do uh, like a little bit of actual practice before the show. Like years ago, I used to like train a lot during the, the show runs, and thank God I'm not doing that anymore because that was just stupid. But some days during this now, I'd be like doing a little bit of practice, kind of sensing in the body and getting a feel of of my general balance, doing what I usually do in sense of training some floor and some stuff like that. But uh, what I started doing towards the end was kind of tapering down and tapering down into the two last weeks where I knew that like there wouldn't be a lot of or where I'd expend a lot of energy and where there would be little recovery recovery capacity. Uh, and like several of the shows, I'd basically just come in, I'd stretch a bit, I'd do a straddle one arm in each arm, a legs together on each arm, and then I'd do like... I'd warm up my shoulder a little bit to be able to do kind of an assisted one-arm press variation since I needed to do that mid-show um, so that I would have a kind of a an, an idea of where the where the shoulder would be that day if it had the support to do the movement or not because if 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 it is too tired and you end up in that situation where you want to do a turning one-arm on top of one cane and you are not able to get up uh, either you are going to absolutely overstrain the shit out of your shoulder 
in a context where you shouldn't. Uh, so it's better to know in beforehand uh, and also having touched on the movement so you kind of have a little bit of, of readiness uh, and yeah, that the body has executed the motion like earlier. Um, and I have like alternatives for, for the days where that is just not doable. Uh, but for for like the 90 or like 95% of the time, it's, it's usually fine. Uh, but yeah, I'd basically just cut down on everything so that I'd... I'd um, have the least amount of physical work to do during a during a show um or like that would be as like as fresh as possible when starting but then again it's hand balancing which can be weird with that sometimes like with the show where i did the least i was too um unready in the shoulders when i went on for the first hand balancing scene and it felt a lot rougher than it usually does and i kind of like the shoulders were not as um as smooth as they usually are in this act, which I played so many times that it's basically on autopilot. Um, so finding that balance was a bit tricky, um, but I did, and it was quite interesting. Like that, even for like the last couple of shows, I had more energy than than some of the previous ones. Like during the next to last week was probably when I was the most tired. Um, I also do a lot of stuff that gets me up to quite quite maximal, like kind of. Um, like that is quite hard cardiovascularly where I run a lot and like I do like I do a scene that's full of running or directly into like an acrobatic dance piece where I where, where which also has like very high intensity where I like almost hyperventilate sometimes when I'm done with it so it like it, it gets me it gets my pulse very high uh, and what has started happening with those pieces through the weeks obviously is that like my my cardiovascular ability increased a lot uh, for those specific things so i was able to kind of save basically save a little bit of energy here a little bit of energy there kind of um cutting corners um um um, energy wise in in a lot of different places and i think that was also one of the things that that kind of helped a lot and i remember that from previous show runs too where it's like you you just intuitively become more effective at quite simple stuff but since you hold less tension since you you do it with a little bit less effort everywhere it kind of helps you to to uh to not get into that absolutely exhausted zone and which is key for for uh, such heavy periods as this um and yeah, it was interesting to kind of experience how, like, in the second week, meaning like the uh, around show twelve, I was absolutely destroyed and really goddamn tired, and I'm not sure exactly why. Uh, I think like all of these other kind of details can matter too. I mean, like, for example, I was trying to time every meal in relation to the show, um, so that I'd kind of have. Uh, like enough kind of blood sugar through the through the actual show itself um so i of course didn't type every single meal but around the show i'd try to time them and i also have an unfortunate thing where if i eat a lot too late i have struggle i have a problem sleeping so after the show i naturally had to eat and that was around 10 o'clock but i uh i couldn't eat too much so that to to ensure myself sleeping so everything felt like it was kind of uh, planning around to make sure to have the optimal amount of energy so like there wasn't a single beer drank there wasn't a, a drink there wasn't a late night out there was nothing it was just go back to the hotel room and fall asleep um 
which was yeah not a whole whole lot of fun and this was a an unsustainable type of of showrun which also the company that we are we were working for knows and there will won't be any any uh, any uh, schedules like that happening ever again um and particularly then with the kind of the no break version of the show where you just have to go from one thing into the next all the time um but uh yeah i walked out of there with the two functioning wrists and two functioning shoulders uh and that was pretty amazing um like i struggled with that show 10 years ago and yeah being 10 years older and having gone through a like a pretty substantial shoulder injury the last couple of years and being able to have pulled off perhaps the hardest or one of the hardest uh demanding show runs i've ever done was was pretty i was pretty impressed by myself that like i could that i was uninjured when i was done i was feeling fine shoulders were working and i could could um yeah actually do the things um and speaking of that too like it was it was interesting because my i barely ever had any of kind of the shoulder collapse weird feelings that the injury gave me during the entire show run so um it went a hell of a lot better than i was expecting it to in basically always um and kind of gave me a little bit of a kind of hope for uh, for the future too if i'm able to deal with that terrible fucking uh, workload um then i'm i guess i have some years left in the tank um because i'm probably never going to at least from this point play such a such a demanding uh, show almost ever again uh, since since it's pretty rare that that you'd ever do a show with that much stuff and uh, under such a, a kind of a schedule um, and um yeah from there i actually did something else like very exciting so uh, i basically did all these shows where there was only one day off in between i finished the last show um the 31st and then the night to the uh first i was supposed to fly to the handstand extravaganza in sicily and some bullshit had to happen uh, usually i've never lose lose flights ever i've missed like one uh in my life due to uh like an actual fuck up of mine and not traffic or something and that was this one of course i went to the airport an hour before the flight was supposed to leave meaning i left the hotel an hour before and guess what i didn't make the flight and i was sitting there at half past five in the morning at the airport being dead tired from all the shows and just okay fuck this shit so i bought a new ticket and i flew down to sicily to Hansara and stand extravaganza so again just i had one travel day and straight into teaching and a absolute crazy amount of handstands of course because everyone there is super excited and it's a lot of fun <clears throat> being around a lot of other very driven people um so then i spent um yeah four days there teaching um different workshops with a ton of other teachers um so and that was an absolute blast i definitely recommend anyone to go to hans van extravaganza it's run by a guy named sam and sam is an absolutely sweet guy who um is very passionate uh, about creating a good environment and having a non-dogmatic kind of festival going where there's like 
not like the way to do anything just there's a bunch of people meeting sharing having fun and it's not much, that much about being good at handstands as it is like sharing the experience together with others so that was absolutely uh, amazing a uh, big shout out to sam and the crew for making that event it's very much kind of a, a community event um and yeah um it's it's not it it's not there for like developing or like or to go to go there to follow one specific approach of one person or so it's more like it's more kind of a pick and choose and a lot more of a playground i'd say and it's it's super awesome so i spent a lot lot of time time or like four days there in the sun doing a million handstands and came back home yesterday and my shoulders were made of absolute jelly uh, but there's no pain and feeling pretty good so um yeah it's been nice to like it's been like a super intense period but also fun to just experience that um um i survived it uh, because it was yeah some of the most intense kind of things in a row that's been in a very long time and yeah particularly with the kind of the shoulder thing that had been going on or has been going on and still is going on um it's interesting to see how much more it can take. I last year at the Extravaganza when I also taught there, I remember I had a I had a trouble um, uh, demoing certain one arms on my right arm because it it just was too tired at the point and started giving in. While now it didn't even it barely gave in at all during all festival and only during the very last day for the last handstands was I too like wrecked to do anything extremely complicated. So yeah, um, pretty hopeful for the future. Um, doesn't seem I'm broken just yet. So um, yeah, that was just a little bit of a kind of a summary of of the things that I've been doing lately. And in particular, yeah, I wanted to just mention and talk a little bit about like the the kind of the the show thing and how that can be experienced from the inside, since it's a quite like insular world that no one ever gets in gets much of an insight into unless they're actually a performer themselves and um yeah that was uh, that i guess i hope i see you or i hope i hope the next time you listen to me you also listen to emmett lewis uh, as uh, we were probably going to do a real podcast again very soon the handstand cast is brought to you by handstand factory and is produced by motion impulse thanks for tuning in you can find a full transcript of each episode along with the show notes and any relevant references on handstandfactory.com slash podcast. Thanks to Isaac for editing and Jordan for transcriptions. Music by Daniel Horworth. If you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee on buymeacoffee.com or consider starting one of our Handstand Factory online programs. Links are in the show notes.